Hi, it's Phil Brown. I'm here with David Whelan, and today we're going to talk about cloud location. Location, location, location. We all know how important that is. But you may not think about it when you go to your Google website and uh, log into your apps or check your email, or you go to your Microsoft OneDrive and upload or download a file. You may not think about where that cloud actually is. And it's not that easy necessarily to find out where that cloud is. And when we talk about the cloud, we're talking about where those massive servers are uh, kept uh, by those third parties that are holding your information. The cloud is a set of different layers, and the layer that most of us interact with is called the Software as a Service layer, SaaS. And so in some cases, when you're dealing with Google or Microsoft or a really big company, you may be dealing with the company both at the software level and also at the platform level or the infrastructure level, which is the, the physical piece of the, of the whole cloud. If you're dealing with other smaller companies, you may actually only be dealing with the software piece of it. And so you may be dealing with, say, a Canadian company that has a software product in the cloud who is using an Amazon or Windows Azure cloud platform uh, that's based somewhere entirely differently in the, in the East Coast or West Coast of the U.S. or an entirely different continent. And they're all often redundant as well. Um, there may be an East Coast and a West Coast and then maybe a, a server farm in Texas as well. That's a good sign, actually, uh, because then if one of those goes down, uh, your your practice doesn't go down with it. Um, but yeah, you really have no sense of knowing where those are. And you can contact your vendor, Google or, or Microsoft, or uh, certainly the, the smaller uh, companies may be more amenable to telling you uh, where their data centers are and, and, uh, and how redundant they are. Um, but it can be very tricky to know for sure. Um, and the bigger the company, the more likely they are to uh, say, you know what, we're really not going to disclose where our data centers are for the security of everybody. And even a company like uh, Clio, for instance, which does uh, practice management software, uh, they deal with a a third party themselves. They deal with uh, Amazon. So they have somewhere there's an Amazon server with Clio information, which of course is your information, uh, and it could be anywhere. We've sort of gotten past the point where lawyers in Canada are worried about the USA Patriot Act. They still may be worried about uh, the USA servers uh, or US-based servers, but uh, it's not so much the Patriot Act that is the bugaboo. So how much do you need to worry about where your Canadian client documents, uh, your Canadian client confidential information is being stored, um, and, and what can you do about it? And, and that's a good question, and, and I think part of that goes back to your terms of use um, knowing where your information is going to be stored, uh, and some of it has to do with encryption, encryption both on the way to uh, your service provider uh, and later on when it's stored. And that's a good example, really, of, of two of the issues that you've got. Um, there are some faculty at the University of Windsor who have done a regular review of the terms of uh, transmission that Internet service providers in Canada have. And so you may have gone to the effort of finding a Canadian-based cloud computing company uh, so that all of your information is being stored in Canada. Uh, But you may find that your transmission of your your data is actually traversing into the United States and then back into Canada um, because most of the ISPs, Internet Service Providers in Canada, do that. Most of them send uh, send, uh, your information across the border, even if you're going to a Canadian server. Sure, and... And I know I've exchanged information with the, the Law Society servers before, and I, I live a few miles away or a few kilometers away. And uh, I, I can track my information, and I know it has traveled through the U.S. and other countries 
before it, it gets to the destination three kilometers away. It's one of the reasons you have to be uh, really certain that you're sending your information in an encrypted format and having it stored in an encrypted format. It doesn't mean you actually have to apply encryption yourself, uh, but you need to be using a web browser and a secure connection um, and making sure that your cloud provider is also secure. It doesn't get you away from the issue of where the location is, but at least that the transmission then is uh, is being protected. And uh, and there have been there's, there has been some litigation already about cloud locations. Yeah, one of the interesting things that's come up really, and uh, it, it's it's interesting from a Canadian perspective, I think, because um, the case doesn't involve Canada or the U.S. directly. Microsoft uh, was asked to divulge some emails um, of an Outlook or um, Hotmail.com user, um, but the user was based on Microsoft servers in Ireland. And so Microsoft told uh, the U.S. government that it wasn't going to disclose it. And you can follow the case. It's in uh, New York. Um, and I think the, the latest uh, uh, this, um, briefs and things were filed at the uh, Second Court of Appeals um, or uh, a Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit um, for the federal federal level. Um, but you'll find that uh, the EU data protection uh, laws um, have essentially Microsoft saying, you know, they trump the ability of the American government to reach out uh, to Ireland and and pull the, that document out. So I think one of the interesting things is in the past we've had the discussion with lawyers: um, Do you place your uh, content only in Canada, or can you place it in the U.S. or other places? And really, the other places uh, option is becoming a, a, a viable alternative. You might find that putting your client confidential information in uh, an EU data center, Ireland or wherever. Um, could be a better alternative than putting it onto uh, an American service. And you could still use something like uh, Microsoft's Windows Azure or um, Amazon Web Services and, and a, a company that uses that, but use the data center in those locations. And when you sign up for Office 365 from Microsoft, you can choose which data center you want to. So it really, the the, the location start, stop, uh, stops being a binary one of, do I put it in Canada or do I put it in the U.S.? You really can start to choose a little bit more because we're seeing more technology for lawyers being available in, in uh, different jurisdictions with, in some cases, better laws. And, and you know, I, people get a little fussed about information being in the cloud and that sort of seeming lack of control over that information because it's in someone else's hands. Uh, but of course, if it's supposed to be encrypted and it's encrypted from your point to their point, uh, it should be somewhat safe. It should be. And, and if you're really worried, you can always do the pre-encryption to, to encrypt it getting up. That can be a hassle when you're trying to interact with it. Um, but, but again, it, it, it really is a matter of, uh, what your clients are comfortable with and what you're, com- uh, you're comfortable with. Um, I know that I've heard from one law firm, uh, here in Ontario that said that they had a client who said, if you've got my data, it's got to be on a server that's physically located in Canada. And, and so you will have some clients or maybe some practice areas that that becomes a mandatory step for. Um, but I think the interesting thing really is that uh, the, the location option, A, you should know where your, your files are t- as much as possible. Um, and I think that's something that's one of those e- easy questions to ask and hopefully is an easy one to, to get an answer for, at least down to the continent. Um, but with companies like OpenText opening a data center in Australia and Microsoft having uh, the data centers in uh, the EU, I think there really are other options that you could think about. Um, where you might find better protection um, than just leaving it in Canada or just leaving it in the U.S. Sure, and there are other options as well. I mean, uh, you mentioned pre-encryption, uh, which would be encrypting the information yourself uh, at your desktop or mobile device before you upload it into the cloud. Uh, 
Uh, so it's encrypted by you. Then it travels through an encrypted path to get to their server and then is encrypted there as well. So it's almost a, a double, if not triple protection. Um, and uh, I suppose one wonders, is encryption safe or does the government have the various governments have all the keys to all the encryption? And some people would say, yes, they do. <laughs> uh, but at least you're making the efforts to uh, to store that data safely uh, and you've taken steps along the way to protect your clients. Right. I was at a, uh, a Montana bar session and, and a fellow said, but can you protect me from the NSA? And this was before Snowden <laughs> had brought it up. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm not sure that uh, being able to outdo the NSA is really um, your professional obligation. You may still want to do that, but I think it's it's different from your professional obligation. And, and, and we did talk about this in, a, in another podcast uh, on retainer letters it's probably not a bad idea to discuss with your client where you're going to store their confidential information because you probably will get clients who want to opt out of storing their confidential information in the USA, perhaps if they have business interests there or maybe in the EU because they have some issues there. If you are able to um, get from your vendor uh, information about the standards that it has for security, for encryption, and for the location of your data. That can be really useful information to share right up front with your clients, or at least to have, uh, you know, if, if the question comes up later on. Absolutely. And, and you know, let your clients know what steps you take to store their information uh, if they're interested and, uh, and what it's going to cost them to recover that information at some point if that's necessary. So now you know all you need to know about cloud locations. And at least that's part one. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks David. Thanks, Phil.